You are listening to Wake Up or Break Up with your host, LCB. I'm so excited you decided to join me today. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hey, you guys, this is Elsie from the future interrupting this podcast. During this episode, I'm going to refer to episode number five, and I meant to say six. So I just wanted to make the correction. Enjoy the show. What's up? What's up, you guys? And welcome to another question episode. Today's question is pretty to the point. And the question is, when is the right time to introduce intimacy after infidelity? And I will first set this disclaimer that there is not a cut and dry answer to this question. I cannot say that if you wait four months and do this, this and this, then you can successfully incorporate intimacy back into your life after cheating. No, that's not that's not a promise I'm going to make. I can only share what I did and what worked for me. I'm OK talking about this because Joe and I are married and despite the cheating, we are trying to make things work. And I just feel like it's so important to talk about this aspect of the journey because it's very awkward and comfortable and a lot of people don't talk about it. So, you know, me being the person that I am, I'm going to talk about it. (laughs) I don't have, like I said, a cut and dry answer. But what I do have are the five things that I personally did when introducing intimacy back into my relationship. Now, what's funny is I have five things and I also talk about this a little bit more in depth in episode number five. So if you wanna know like the history of me and Joe intimately, as well as like the process of us, you know, coming back into each other, (laughs) then definitely listen to episode five. The first thing you guys that really helped me was taking time away from Joe. It wasn't like I found out he was cheating and I stayed in the house. Like I physically removed myself from the house and I set boundaries for space. And this time apart was super crucial because I needed time to process what happened. And I also needed some time to do some self-work, which goes to number two. And number two is something that I've talked about a little bit in past podcasts about, you know, self-discovery, doing self-work. But I will say that I also took that time to do some self-exploration. And when I say this, I mean, I didn't go and I and hook up with other guys. I didn't you know, go to bars to, you know, pick up some new piece of ass, I explored my own body. And I found out what I liked and what made me excited to be alive. (laughs) I checked out my body like every nook and cranny. I looked at myself in the mirror and I I couldn't I won't say that I instantly fell in love with myself, but I definitely embraced who I was and I definitely got some new confidence in my own ability to pleasure myself and my own ability to just be freaking hot and happy with me and that was super empowering because in the past you know if I was lonely and I needed some attention or affection I would never you know take care of it myself I would find Joe and we would 
do it that way. So a lot of my personal pleasure was based on Joe. And during this time, I was really able to explore what Elsie likes and, you know, what Elsie doesn't like. And just to really think about who I am as a sexual being and not just as a wife and a mom and someone who is just unhappy and broken. It was just me and I was celebrating my body, celebrating my passions, which was really nice. The next thing, you guys, I had to forgive Joe. I could not physically be intimate with him again if I was angry or resentful or had any hateful feelings towards him. I I know some people like breakup sex. They love, you know, that heated, passionate, angry, rah kind of sex. But for me, I just knew how much I enjoy physical contact that I did not want to tie it to anger or hate or frustration and I didn't want to use it as just a physical release you know I could just do that myself which is why I did the exploration part (laughs) so moving on from forgiveness it also ties into having these like conversations with Joe about our intentions and setting boundaries for each other and why are we doing this I say this to say because a lot of times And this has happened to me in the past when Joe and I broke up earlier in our relationship. We would be apart, we would see each other, and we just let our physical animal instincts kick in where we just start making out and then we have sex and then we regret it because we weren't ready. We still knew that we didn't want to be together and so... We didn't take the time to discuss what the intentions were. We were just like, we're freaking horny as hell. Like, let's just have sex. And we did. And it ended up really, really messing me up mentally and effing up my confidence when after we had sex, he would say, oh, I still don't want to be with you. So this is why having these conversations about our intentions and what we want out of this relationship were so crucial before incorporating intimacy back into our life. And it's one of the things that I absolutely recommend. Like I said, I I don't have a cut and dry answer. I'm not going to say that this will work for you, but setting these intentions definitely worked for me and it made me feel more confident and secure going into this that it wasn't we didn't have sex in the heat of passion because we needed release but because we love each other and we want to make things work and we just want to see where it goes and that leads me to number five which is the last thing and that is letting go oh letting go and I don't mean letting go like we'll do anything and everything but I mean Letting go of the doubt, letting go of the hate, letting go of the anger, letting go of the thoughts I had in my head up until the point of what sex with him and the other girl looked like. What did it sound like? What did he do? What did she do? What did they like? And letting go was super helpful in the sense that it allowed me to just be present with me and him. It allowed me to acknowledge that, yes, those things happened, but I need to move on and I want to move on and so does he and in order for us to experience the depths of love and pleasure together we couldn't hold on to those things they just got in the way and in order for us to heal our relationship both intimately and emotionally I couldn't I couldn't take those those doubts and those thoughts to bed with us like literally and metaphorically or whatever (laughs) so I would say that that was a huge game changer for me it also took a lot of time 
And for Joe and I, I think we probably went like two to three months before we got intimate. And again, I'm not saying that that's the time that it, it will take you because we had a lot of time, you know, think about what we did to heal all of that good stuff. And when the time was right, we did it. And I'll talk about this more in episode five. But, you know, needless to say, the first time wasn't I mean, it was super hot, but it wasn't everything because there was still residual doubt. And that's why I was able to come up with these five things, because the first time wasn't it wasn't a banger. <laughs> We banged, but it wasn't a banger. And I feel like when you are ready to be intimate, when you've had the time apart, where you've done the self-work, the self-discovery, the physical and emotional exploration of your own body and your needs, when you've been, when you've gotten to a place of forgiveness, when you're able to have conversations with your partner about your desires and your intentions and you're ready to let go, yeah, see where you're at. Start having these intimate moments with each other. And they don't always have to be sexual. They could just be kissing. They could be holding each other. They could be spending time together. And I guess that is a very powerful clarification is that intimacy isn't always sex. Intimacy is just allowing someone into your inner depths, into your soul, (laughs) into your body, And that could lead to sex, but it doesn't always have to. I'm so happy that I waited and that we were able to try it. It wasn't great. So we went back to the drawing board and we worked on ourselves a little bit more. I worked on myself a lot more. And when we tried again later, when we felt more secure in where we were at and where our relationship had gone, it was amazing. And it's still amazing. And... I hope that you can get there with your relationship and I hope you give yourself and your partner the time and the grace and the patience to get to a level where intimacy is amazing again. And I also hope that you honor if you do get physical again and it's not mind blowing, it's not epic, you know, then honor that you're not ready and stop. And honor your partner enough to communicate that to them. Let them know, hey, I love you. I know we're trying, but I just am not ready. And wait and do it again. And if you're still not ready, let them know. And you might get to a point where you realize, okay, I might not ever be able to have sex with this person again. I might not be able to be intimate with this person again. And if that's the case, that's when you need to reevaluate your entire relationship and where you're going. I can't give you a time frame. It might take two years, might take five years. I don't know, but you have to honor how you feel. And if you want to vomit in your mouth every single time, it may not be the right time. It may not be the right person anymore. And I'm not going to give any advice about what to do or not do after that, but I just want to put it out there. So you guys, I hope you enjoyed this question episode. I definitely encourage you to check out episode number five if this piqued your interest at all because I will be going into more detail about my situation with Joe. So until next time, you guys have an amazing rest of your day and I will talk to you again soon. Bye.